Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle. Me, your host, Joshua Smith. Hope everyone's having a wonderful day. I, I don't know what day it is. I, I, I have not figured out the schedule for the week and how I'm going to release these. But uh, I, I know you're having a day, so I hope it's a good one. Uh, we got a great show for you guys tonight. Let's check out some sponsors. Of course, we have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get all kinds of great hand-drawn, uh, custom uh, uh, designs on shirts, hats, backpacks, tea, uh I think there's jackets, hoodies, socks, leggings. I mean, the guy's got everything, hundreds of designs. Go check them out. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount or join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of the YouTube channel under all my videos by hitting the join link uh, where you can get into a private Discord server and get all of Top Lops's new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 30% discount. It's huge. If you're like a $6 a month person on the channel and you buy a lot of Top Lops of gear, you're really getting stuff uh, uh, for free, to be honest with you. Um, so check that out. Of course, we have executive producers of the show anthemplanning.com for your all your emergency and crisis planning needs check them out today see what they can do for your business home or personal life they're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently seriously guys if you own a business go check out anthemplanning.com right now well no wait till the show's over check it after the show it's free to check out if you own a business i guarantee there's a way they can help you uh do all kinds of great stuff and save money so go check them out they're wonderful people as of this show coming out we got a couple more days and the owner of anthem planning will be on the show to talk about all the libertarian party drama in delaware it's going to be a lot of fun uh so we got a great guest for you tonight I'm very excited. I've been following her for a while on, on Twitter. She's absolutely based. She's the host of Cuck the World. She is the great anarchist or, uh, uh, let's see, anti-new normal uh, sky daddy. Anti-new normal. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Good, good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I uh, I just caught your episode with Clint the other day, which is really cool. I was checking it out. Uh, well, this morning, I guess. I my days are all mixed up. I'm getting ready to go to Disney World and uh, with seven kids, and it's just a mess. Ooh, have fun! Yeah, I want to cry. I want someone say a prayer for me. Seriously, say a prayer for me. It's uh, actually right now it, when this airs, I will be like four days into it or something. So I'll be like on the on the on the tail end. Say a prayer for him for real. Seven <laughs> kids. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Life is crazy. Um, but let's talk about you. We brought you on to talk about you. Let's. Uh, so, so why don't you tell me? You're you're a, a, a female anarchist, which you never hear of uh, very often. You know what I mean? It's always, especially if you're. If you, I don't know what kind of anarchist you are. That's the thing. You have to like. You have to like designate your anarchy now. I guess. I guess mm -hmm. everybody's like, what kind of anarchist do you? But uh, yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah. When I figured out, I, when I came into political Twitter. I really wasn't big on labels and I, I now I'm like anti labels, but um, I was just like anarchist. I, I personally want to go live on a commune. I don't, I'm not a fan of communism on a large scale, which anyone who followed me know I hate centralization. Um, so, you know, I really didn't matter. I just called myself anarchist and calm, whatever. But then I saw other people who were calling themselves that. And I was like, I uh, don't want to be related to you and what you got going on. So, yeah, I just say anarchists are just pretty much, I just want to be left the fuck alone. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm anarcho, leave me the fuck alone as well. Uh, anarcho, leave me the fuck yeah, alone. Especially yes. the last the last two years, uh, I, I posted on Twitter the other day, I said the last two years took me from I want to change your mind to get the fuck out of my way or else. Oh my God, it's, I relatable. It's basically where I'm at now. That's <laughs> that's my entire political philosophy is get the fuck out of my way or else. Because that's, you know, it's like they, they put us through so much hell. Uh, you know, but, but why don't you tell me how you came to these, uh, these ideas? How'd you become an anarchist? What was it that brought you there? Well, 
I would say that I was never really big on politics. Um, my life really didn't support um, a lot of time for political intellectual pursuits. I was just trying to survive. I was homeless as a teenager. Um, so I joined the military to escape homelessness, as a lot of people do. Yeah, me too. And, and when I was in there, I took a, uh, a, a jab, um, another mandatory jab, and I got sick as fuck. Um, a lot of people know about the anthrax one. And I end up getting um, autoimmune disease. And once that happened and I realized that this happened to a lot of other people, that's when it kind of opened me up to what the fuck is going on? Because it was a very obviously, because I started reading about the shot and then I was like, oh my God, people were sick from this before. Like this was, they, they, it was a cycle of them taking it out of the military shots and then putting them back in. And then like years of doing this. So once I started going to that, I kind of started realizing, oh shit, nothing's what I think it is. Because before I wasn't even thinking about it. It's not that I believed in politicians. It was more of a moot point in my life. Right. Um, so coming in, I was just already, okay, everything's corrupt. Um, so I think maybe for a quick second during the Trump-Hillary era, I was like, is Trump actually shaking things up uh, stupidly? Again, it was a brief second. Sure. And as soon as he picked his cabinet, it was very obvious that that wasn't happening. And um, uh, uh, Sir, was, I, I was told there would be a draining of the swamp. What happened? That's right. Exactly. Great draining. Yeah. So um, that's kind of brought me more into, okay, this is all bullshit and we can never trust these people and as I just went on and on and the Biden thing came back up, I think that's when I really got involved. Um, Cause I'm like, okay, you guys are hiring a segregation as you guys are voting for a segregation is whatever voting means. And just the, the uh, fucking election was so corrupt. And again, I'm not a Trump fan. I didn't like any of these people. I've always been fucking talking about all of them. No one can go back in any of my Twitter and ever find me saying anything good about politicians. You can't find one cause I have nothing good to say. Right. So I think after when Biden started coming in, that's when I started to see mint like, okay, you're all fucking idiots for backing this fucking guy and not just liberals, people who call themselves anti-establishment leftists, which <laughs> I don't know if there's, there's barely a thing. It's a very small esoteric group. They True. exist. Yeah. And I love them. I love them, but they're a small esoteric group. And that's when I started really going into my, okay, anarchy. Like there's no way that we'll all live under one political system and this is not going to work and right. that kind of put me into anarchy yeah well it's a good move uh for mm -hmm. sure you know and, and i'm i i'm an, i'm a strange i'm kind of in the strange place where i'm an anarchist at heart 100 percent. but i sit on the national committee for the libertarian party i'm an at-large mm -hmm. representative uh mm -hmm. but there's no way i could ever take part in the, the charades of the the, the two-party system right and i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna be one of those cringe dudes like the down with the duopoly but i mean it really is it's a two-party system that we live in and yeah. and uh there's no way that i can take part in either of those parties i mean you know i got friends that do it in the republican party there's anarchists i know in the republican party that are trying to you know uh, move the republican party further towards freedom and, and liberty and all this stuff but it's just not for me you know after after working on Ron Paul's campaign and watching what the, the GOP did to him, there's just no way. There's no way I could ever participate in that game. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, if is there is there any is there any circumstances in which you would participate in in politics at all? Um, I mean, I just if so, there wouldn't be that much effort. 
I mean, like I said, as a theory argument, like if I was going to support a politician, yes, Ron Paul would be it. Like if I was going to, if I believe in politics and I could actually pick a president and I actually thought that there was some hope and that these people weren't all in cahoots, I would go for Ron Paul so hard. But um, I don't know, maybe local politics. I... I've done a protest with libertarians. I'm going to do more um, protests with libertarians in my area. Are you, you're in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm in Florida. Oh, good. good. Yep. So I'm going to do more protests with libertarians in my area. So, I mean, like I said, I like to connect with people who still believe in the electoral process. And I believe that sometime participating for it, for their effort, because I want them to also listen to my ways and my avenues, sure. then maybe perhaps, but um, I won't have any belief or strong focus in it. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. I, and, you know, I, it, uh, I've talked to a lot of anarchists who are uh, completely morally against uh, participating in, in any kind of politics, even if it's the right kind of politics to them, you know, and, um, and I get it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's always hard for me. It's hard for me to work in politics too. Like, I, you know what I mean? There's days where I'm like, there's, it's, it's so black pilling, right? Like it just wants, it just black pills you so bad. Like I've met a lot of politicians. I traveled to 40 States over the last four years doing p- political stuff. I've met a lot of politicians from the Republicans, from the Democrats, from my party, from the green party, from all these parties. Um, and, uh, 99.5% of them are shit bags, like terrible, just horrible. You can just tell within 10 minutes of talking to them, you can just tell they're bad people. They're not good people, you know? And it's like, after a while you start to, you start to realize the kind of people that are drawn to politics, uh, even in the libertarian party and even in the green party that are, they're just, they're narcissistic, they're, um, mentally ill they're psychopaths they're sociopaths they're, they they think that running for you know some small position in their their city is going to make them famous it's like it's uh it's really it's really disheartening even in the libertarian party you know what i mean and and at a time like this where it's uh you know this is the this is the issue of our lifetime you know, this yeah. is, this is really, this is really it. I mean, if you're, if you're anywhere between the ages of 17 and, and, and 55, I mean, it'd be really hard to think of a time that wasn't more insane than what we're dealing with right now. You know, I, yeah. I mean, as, as somebody who joined the military right after nine 11, I can tell you that nine 11 was definitely the last event that I thought was pretty crazy for this country. It was used to bolster all kinds of terrible shit in this country, the Patriot act, the constant never ending wars in the middle East. Um, it, it was a mess, but now we have the entire country on notice that, um, the government can force whatever they want into your body. Uh, that they can shut down your business, that they can lock you in your homes, that they can do whatever they want to you. And a large portion of this country is just going to go, okay, whatever you say, you know. Um, and like you, I, I had uh, I got the anthrax vaccine. I've had autoimmune uh, issues ever since. And that was in 2000 and 2002, 2003, I got the anthrax vaccine. And uh, I've had alopecia issues. I've had uh, um, terrible, terrible. I, I, a lot of people watch the show don't know this, but I have horrible vertigo issues, like really, really bad. Um, especially when I'm like sitting on the couch, I'm like, oh God, or like, you know, if, if I lay a certain way, I mean, I've just had a lot, I've had a lot of issues. And, and uh, you know, if looking up at it, you can really see that that anthrax vaccine led to a lot of these things. I mean, it's, it's true. There's thousands and thousands of people in this country that got the anthrax vaccine that, they started a. Uh, they started like a. Um, uh, what is that shit called? Uh, the lawsuit they had. It was like a. 
I don't know, some huge lawsuit they put together. Yeah, class with, action lawsuit. Yeah, class action. or something. It was, they, I think they called it something different because it was against mm-hmm. the DOD, but um, it was against the DOD for this anthrax vaccine. It failed, of course, because you can't class action the government. They don't give a shit. Um, yeah. uh, but, but there's thousands of people out there that have that same issue. And now I'm watching people ask to be forced to take a vaccine. You know what I mean? And I'm like, do you guys have any fucking idea what the government does? Like, they don't care about you at all, Mm -hmm. at all. They could kill 75% of the the population in this country and they would not give a shit. They would not care. No, they really don't. The vertigo is fucking crazy. I, maybe in the last couple years, probably my, most of my 20s, I was bedridden. Like, I could not work consistently. Like, I, I was supposed to be on dialysis by now like it's it's horrible i had a lot to get surgery for my skin because my skin just attacked itself and i just had fucking scarring everywhere and that happens on and off like everything's way more mild because i went into holistic medicine Mm -hmm. um and i helped myself to a great deal and i met some holistic doctors along the way that helped pro bono and things of that nature and kind of gave me some materials to do my own research and whatnot so i was really lucky in in that matter of just you know, quitting Western medicine and not, um, you know, waiting for them to fix this issues that they got me into. True. But it's my whole twenties, and it's 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 very unfortunate. And other people are just still sick and have no idea how to help themselves. And it's not an easy thing to do or find out now because they buried so much um, alternative medicine True. in search engines, and that's just such a ooh, topic. Um, but. Um, yeah, it's that shot is is crazy. It really just it could have just stopped my life. And now I have a laborious job, so like I'm constantly and I don't talk about this either. <laughs> but um, I come constantly balancing like my symptoms and my very laborious job. And yeah, it's fucking crazy. And now with mandates, it's I had to quit. Um, I had to make my own business because I wasn't about to do mass mandates. Mm-hmm. I quit with mandates. I didn't even make it to you know, any other things like they started asking me questions about the vax on my way out. Like, yeah. Hey, are you thinking about getting vaccinated? Fuck no. Like, you right? Fuck no. <laughs> and I told them like when it happened, I wasn't even wearing masks and they were getting mad at me for not enforcing masks. I don't know why the fuck they thought I was going to get that vax, but um. yeah, I got really lucky. I got a, I got, I had a job that hasn't cared about any of that shit at all from day one. Thankfully I'm also in what, uh, what I like to call the uh, Midwest Florida. I live in Iowa mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and Iowa has, they they locked down for like two weeks and it wasn't even a lockdown. It was like they they put the restaurants to fifty percent and uh, they they enforced mass mandates for like a week and a half and that was it. That was all they did here and it's been really great. You know what I mean? And they're not they're not mandating anything. In fact, our governor went and made the the mass mandates illegal. So like the schools and everybody couldn't even put masks on the kids. And uh, then some you know some fucking Karen, always some middle aged white woman from from the school board. Uh, went and sued and so it went to the supreme court and the supreme court like uh, temporarily called our our uh outlawing the mass mandate illegal so they started masking our kids in schools again and shit so now a bunch of parents are trying to have a lawsuit because you know the fucking federal government can't come in and overrule the state you know so yeah yeah you you think they wouldn't be able to but But they can yeah they just fucking um it just state rights are Yeah, states states don't have rights. I don't know what's that stupid saying. States don't have rights. They they have they have powers or some shit. Yeah, I don't know, some weird thing. I really just do not understand. Like we're supposed to be the United States, not just one. Like it's supposed to be still different laws in different states. But I'm I'm interested in seeing how the federal government is going to go against 
you know, places like Florida and Iowa and Texas and of that nature? Yeah, they're going to try. Uh, I mean, it's already they're already starting this attack with the, uh, you know, with with this this mandate that all businesses federally have to have. Uh, if you have 100 employees, then you have to you have to require a vax. It's like. It's like so. The COVID COVID doesn't attack the places that work with under 100 employees. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, we have four. We have five guys. Five guys or six guys in the office, and we had a visitor come and visit us uh, from Wyoming, from a or not Wyoming, Wisconsin or something, from another uh, branch. He was in our office for a week. Left, tested positive for COVID the next day, and four to seven days later, we all tested positive for COVID. So it's like. Is like we only have five people in the office, and we we all caught COVID from a guy who was vaccinated. By the way, we were all unvaccinated. He was vaccinated. He gave us COVID. So, um, you know, that's, How was it? yeah. Uh, it, for us, it wasn't shit. I mean, it was a. I, I think I had two really bad days. I just got over it a couple of weeks ago. But I, I, if I had two, uh, two days that were really bad: fever, in bed, not not able to move. Um, but I never got my lungs. I never coughed. I never had a cough. It was all sinus head infection stuff. And um, I think the weird. What's that? No taste, no smell. No, I didn't lose my taste and smell, but stuff tastes weird. Like mm-hmm. I like I, I had a sandwich and the meat tasted rancid and it was like fresh brand new meat. You know what I mean? Like it was it was a weird, weird flavoring of things, but no, I didn't lose my taste and smell. But I also yeah. smoke. I smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I've been a cigarette smoker for like 25 years. And for mm-hmm. some reason, they say that, that that keeps you from maybe having the problem with the sense of smell and taste during COVID. Yeah. They also say it might be one of the issues with your, your lungs too. Like um, a lot of smokers aren't getting coughs from COVID. And, mm-hmm. and there's a study out of France. Um, and there's one in France and one in China. I know there's two different big studies. done. I know some other countries have done studies too, but I haven't looked at the data on those. But they, they, they put them out and they had an abstract and all this stuff. I don't know what the, uh, the peer reviews on them were, but uh, they, were, they were insisting that um, smokers were not getting the bilateral pneumonia in their lungs from COVID because we've already fucked up our uh, H2 receptors in our lungs and so like mm-hmm. the spike protein has nothing to attach itself to in the in the sacks and so it's the one time that you know smoking co- cowboy killers for 25 years may save my life you know <laughs> those camels no marble reds man marble always reds, marble yeah. reds yeah, yeah i used to smoke marble lights i smoke like a pack a day in the military it was i'm like oh shit oh yeah that's I, how it was that's how that's what got me too was the military that's how it started that's all the fucking did to you, man. You go to the smoke pit. You have nothing to do. Go to the smoke pit. Fucking smoke all day. Yeah. You, were you in the Navy? I was Navy. Yeah. 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 Oh, what's your rate? I was ABF. I worked with fuel. Your ABF? Yeah. I was a, <laughs> I was a V4 combat love- grape. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Good fucking- old days. I love the ABF. I was an air traffic controller. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. I So I, I, yeah, I joined in, uh, I joined right after 9 11. And, uh, mm-hmm. I went to I went to school, well I went to boot camp and then I went to undesignated airman school. I basically went to the fleet uh uh to the fleet fleet avail or whatever. So I was like a, mm-hmm. available for any of the the you know the squadrons could have picked me up or mm-hmm. or shit. But I went I attached the USS Constellation, um and I was on the Connie and uh, I went into V four and uh, started working fuels. And within three weeks of being in port, we pulled out for a, what was supposed to be a year long world cruise. Um, cause mm-hmm. they were decommissioning the, the Connie after that. Mm-hmm. And we went to Hong Kong, Singapore, and we trade, we transited the Straits of Ormuz and went into the Gulf for a routine patrol of the Gulf. And then George Bush declared war in Iraq. So we were in, in the Gulf for, I don't know, six months or something like that. It was a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just stayed there. I think we ported twice in Bahrain the whole time we were there. It was fucking gnarly. It sucked. And then, uh, we went to Perth, Australia and then Hawaii and home. And that was it. 
No, that was it was supposed to be I was supposed to get to do like a Westpac and a med cruise all in one and I got to see like five five countries. They like, do that shit all the pissed. time. If I had a fucking dime for every time a sailor told me they were supposed to do a world cruise and end up on a combat deployment, yeah. I see the whole time. Yeah, it's always that's why that's why when I said routine patrol of the Gulf, I put it in quotes because we we all I think we all knew because nine eleven had already happened. We were already we were already at war in Afghanistan, and why not go to war with Iraq while this is happening too? You know, um, but I remember I remember thinking like my first thought was like, why the fuck are we at war with Iraq? You know, like what, what did Iraq do? You yeah. know, and they kept talking about these weapons of mass destruction, weapons of mass. They didn't have no fucking weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They had, they had like crude IEDs and like hand me down AK 47s and that's it. That's all they had. Yep, exactly. And that was another big thing is being in the military and seeing what they're telling the media and then what's happening. Yeah. In the actual fucking ship. And you're like, we're not where they said we are. No, it's way on. different, way different. What did you do? Oh, you were a, you were air traffic controller, so you actually yeah. you actually sat up on the on the bridge and shit. Then, huh? I was in the radar room. Oh, it was a radar room. I was in a radar room, and I worked close to combat and everything. So I was a, also you know exposed to a lot of the drone program. Oh, sure. And shit of that nature. So that was a big eye opener, and definitely you ain't got to worry about me, guys. I'm not a I'm not a whistleblower. I see how people fight for them. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. But yeah, um, yeah. I a, definitely saw being a, a whistleblower is bad for your for your your life now these oh, days. Yeah. Die for your life, and Lord know these ungrateful motherfuckers out here will not fight about you. They will forget about your oh, ass. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it, that just was a big eye opener. Seeing no, they, the listen, listen, no, the the government will protect you if you're a whistleblower against a social media platform who's allowing too much free speech, though. Oh yeah, they'll celebrate that. Yeah, shit. they love that. You're like, oh, you you think that the Facebook's having too much free speech? Yeah, come on, we're gonna we're gonna get you a Twitter account with seventy thousand followers and a book deal. Let's go. Don't be suspicious, yeah. guys. <laughs> it's horrible, suspicious. horrible shit. All right. It's just, the fucking people who believe that, I just can't believe it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy shit. Okay, so look, you're in Florida. You've had the luxury of not having the worst ty- tyranny in the country. Yeah. But uh, what, do you, what, do you think, what do you think people should be doing? How do, how do we fight all this shit? Oh, man. You caught me at an interesting time on of that question. Um, a few days ago, you know, me and Liberty Lockpod, you know, me and Clint just was like, hey. Perhaps complying is the reason we're into this and seeing how many perhaps, right? (laughs) And he was more aware um, of it. I think I think I was a little bit more naive, embarrassingly, that the people online who was talking about resist, resist, were just actually complaining and telling us to resist while they were complying. Correct. Yeah. And it's not that I don't have any 
empathy for that is that one, I would have liked a clear picture of how many people who are actually about this shit because it makes it easier for me to know what to do. But again, I'm not entitled to people's honesty or right. with themselves or me. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I know that travel mandates, I hate to say it because I do feel like it's a defeatist, but um, I do feel like travel mandates are done. I don't think we're going to beat travel mandates. I think this strike that's going on, which I don't know how what what implement what provoked that strike i'll say i don't ever know what's grassroots are you talking about the uh are are you talking about southwest Southwest, yeah Yeah. and well it's not just southwest and i found out this morning that jacksonville like 650 uh airport employees walked out of jacksonville today i let's go jacksonville yo 650 employees that's a lot they, they can't even bring flights into the airport right now the rebelling energy is strong here yeah it's very well that's that's the white pill that i need every day you know yeah, I really fucking I'm really proud of those motherfuckers. But um, I think that's going to also affect, you know, traveling as well. But I think there's going to be travel mandates. I don't see a lot enough people fighting work mandates for there not to be travel mandates. Right. Um, I think the next big rebellion for people is something that involves the kid. So I think if people I, I don't know how homeschooling is going to go. They seem like they're already trying to. You know, get rid of homeschooling. Oh, they're coming for our children for sure. One hundred percent. That's the next step. Exactly, and that's the only thing I think is going to wake people up. Which is why I'm trying to tell people they think I'm being mean, but you're fucking lying to yourself if you think complying is saving your children. So you have a job. Like you think it's like they're going to leave your fucking kids alone. Like no, they want to vaccinate your children. And if your children get sick, there's already legislation they're trying to pass that one takes fucking power away from the parent and puts it into the state, and that allows your child to make decisions for themselves. I saw that. I saw. I saw a law like that. It's like the. uh... Uh, what's the fuck is the name of that law? They they have one here in 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 Iowa too. It's that law mm-hmm. like that, but it only it can only pertain to uh, thoughts of suicide, uh, uh, STD, or something stupid shit like where they can go and get they the, there's like three things they can go and get uh, healthcare for without a signature from a parent, and they have to be like over sixteen. Um, yeah. And so like I I looked at the law they have here. It leaves no there's no designation for vaccines whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that some states are trying to pass it so that it it, it covers vaccines as well. And that's some scary ass shit. They want to vaccinate your children without your permission. Exactly. And then they're sitting there. You there you have the Teletubbies fucking promoting vaccines. Yeah. Like you have so you're they're literally trying to propagandize your kids and then give them the power to make their own decision. Yeah. And then after on top of that, I forgot which legislations I need to find and look back into it. But when they were trying to pass a legislation to where if they if something happens for health reasons, they can quarantine your family members away from each other. Yeah. Um so the thing to think that people that think that you're going to comply and they're not the the end goal isn't your kids it's fucking crazy and i'm just wondering if people are that fucking stupid or if it's just such a scary thought and they so aren't ready to deal with it that they're just going to wait until you know there's no time left because i know there's people who right now comply to work mandates and they're not letting their kids get vaccinated So what are you going to do then? And they're just making the fight more impossible. As we yeah, go it's like if you, if you don't just walk out of your fucking job, go around to everybody who's not vaccinated. Say, hey, are you guys ready to walk out and just walk out? If 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 a if a if a place of business loses thirty five percent of their employees in one day, they can't operate. I don't know how I don't know how many people understand this, but it doesn't take the entire place to walk out to keep a, a business from operating. It takes a small amount in most places. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. So, yeah. Um, you know, if it, at the fucking Nike factory, if everybody who works on the IR line walks out, they can't continue their processes. You know what I mean? Like it's that easy. And I wish, I wish people would keep, keep that in mind, man. Cause you know, at some point it's going to, it's going to take, it's going to take absolute, uh, resistance. I mean, that's it. You know what I mean? We're going to have to do not comply 100%. Otherwise they're going to, it look, if the, if, if the government can force me to put this in my body, then they can force me to put anything they want inside of my body, anything I want. And I said it on the show several times. I, you know, it's not even about whether it works or not anymore for me. You know, I've weighed my risk of COVID and I'm, I think I'm fine. I've had it. I've survived it. I think if I have it again, it'll probably be even more mild. I think I'll be okay. You know? So your vaccine that you're trying to force on me, sorry, excuse me, you're trying to force on me, I'm not going to take on fucking principle now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the beginning of all this, when they had us all scared of the, because I was scared in the beginning, I was like, shit, man, I know a four year old dude that died from this. This is kind of crazy, you know? Um, I was a little worried about it. And, you know, if they had come out with a vaccine, and we're like, hey, we got a vaccine for you guys, uh, you know, it doesn't have a ton of safety and data, uh, safety and efficacy data on it yet, but it seems to be showing some good uh, results. And, you know, if you guys want it, go ahead and take it. There might have been a time where I'd be like, all right, well, I'll go check it out. You know what I mean? But but when it turned into this, like you're going to take this or you're going to lose your livelihood, your your business, your fucking grocery store, your your children's schools. When they turned it into that, it was like, OK, fuck it. The virus can kill me. I'm not taking that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not putting that in my body. Dude. Not going to happen. Yeah, even if I thought it would at this point, I definitely I still wouldn't at this point. Mm-hmm. But once this shit happened, I I knew about event 201. So the day that this shit went all down, I was driving to my job and I got there and everyone was all doom and gloom and I'm like, what's going on? And the books were empty and shit. I knew it was fucked. I knew it was over. I knew, I knew it was the beginning of some crazy ass shit. Like I've been waiting for 2020, but I will say though, I knew that shit was coming. I had no idea they would do it so easily. Like this shit is still surreal. Um, that everyone's is like, I'm literally still getting used to everyone's is literally just pussy as fuck. Like, really as hell like i just go people act like oh you're such a bitch like yeah i'm bullying everyone at this point because of, <laughs> i'm just bullying everyone at this point because i just cannot fucking believe that everyone went so easily for their own self-interest like right. life is supposed to be hard like people just figured out that resisting was going to have consequences and shit yeah and it's like you know no i mean name one movement in history that didn't have some kind of uh you know some kind of issue that that arise from it like you know the the civil rights uh uh movement you know what i mean like people were doing sit-ins they were doing shit that was illegal at the time and and they got beat and they got put in jail but but look what happened look what look what came from it you know what i mean like like no you don't have to worry about this shit anymore there's no more segregation there's no you know what i mean like it, it it's gonna take sacrifice to get the results that you want it's going to take sacrifice. You're going to have to sacrifice. Other that, if you're not going to sacrifice, then you better fucking sell all your all your belongings right now, move into the pod, and start eating bugs. Like that's that's where you're headed. Exactly. Just start eating fucking bugs. Get ready for your anal swabs. Triple mask yeah. up. Like it, that's going to be your life, and it's going to fucking be your children's life. Yeah, start lining up for the boosters like they're fucking new Apple like iPhones. You know what I mean? I know. Have fun in the booster line. Yeah, every every three and a half months, they're going to be announcing the new booster, and it's like, dude, no, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not. I'm not complying. 
I don't give a fuck. And my kids know that I'm not complying. And my, my fiance knows that I'm not complying. And my mother and my sister and my family knows I'm not complying. And they know. Like, I understand that there's consequences. And I understand that there, you know, uh, I may have to make some sacrifices. But I'm not fucking doing it. I am not doing it. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm ready as well. I don't give a fuck if I have to live in a hut. Like, this is a life or death thing for me. This is my fucking line. Yeah. And that's what I'll say to anyone who complied and shit. Because I know I need to be more empathetic and whatever and shit. It's not my strong point. I am empathetic, but verbalizing and enabling people are not my strong point. It's right. not that I do not intellectually understand. It's not that I don't emotionally feel for that. But uh, at the end of the day, when I look around the world and I look at this country... People being enabled and fucking sugarcoating everything is the reason we're in this. Letting everyone fucking participation trophies. And it's funny how the right talks about participation trophies and all of that shit. But I've had so many right wing dudes fucking get butt hurt because I fucking observed the fact that they complied. And that is helping this along, you know. Right. So, I mean, people don't need to be enabled anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. they really don't. No, enabling and coddling is what got us here. Exactly. So make a new line. You know, things are going to happen. You know that, okay, now are you going to get another shot? Is that your line? Okay. What are you going to do to set your life up to be prepared for when you say no to that now? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Your kid's getting shot. Is that your line? It's okay. Well, that's going to happen. There are going to try to vaccinate your kids and force vaccinate your kids younger, younger, and younger. So you know, that's going to happen. Set up your life now to be ready to deal with the consequences for when you resist. Like, don't keep waiting for shit to come up. Then be a little pussy and be like, Oh, I didn't know it was coming. What the fuck is wrong? You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. at this point, at this point, just think of the absolute worst thing you can about this administration and their, their Royal decrees. Think about the worst case scenario and understand that that's coming eventually. Like, that, you know, I, I understood this like the second they decided they were going to do like a lockdown mandate. I was like, oh, dude, there's nothing they won't do at this at this point. I mean, they're going to go as far as they need to take it. So I've been ready for two years. You should be ready for the next two years because it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop tomorrow. It's not going to stop tonight until you say that it stops, period. Okay. Yeah. Like, we're going to be like Australia, dude. We're going to be fucking oh, yeah. Australia. Oh, yeah. And- it's just setting up the people and it sucks because I'm seeing the people who are going to have to fight and who are going to get their head busted in the streets. Right. And I'm tr- I don't want to see that. So I'm trying to get the other people who are complying to understand that the blood is going to be on their hands. The people are like, oh, blame the government, blame the government. No, stop blaming the ruling class. They don't owe us anything. Okay. I'm not mad at them. They're my opponents. Right. That's fucking crazy. Like, it's just an entitled mindset. Like everyone's saying, okay, I'm going to look out for my kids. I'm going to look out for my family and fuck these consequences. Fuck what you guys have to do. You're looking out for yourself, right? Why would you be mad at the ruling class for doing the same? You know what I'm saying? Like I was a fucking beneficiary of nepotism. I wouldn't fucking care about you motherfuckers either. Like we're supposed to be on each other's fucking side. Like they're not supposed to. Like I'm not mad at them. Like what the fuck? Getting mad at the other team for scoring points. It makes no sense. Right, right. Yeah, totally. I get it, man. It's it's just such a fucking mess. And it is hard to watch all these people just comply and comply and comply. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Are we? You're literally making it harder on the rest of us that are trying to stand up for something. Can you could you try to stand up for something or get the fuck out of the way at least? You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, you man. know what the difference is? Like, what do you think the variable of the people who just will not be enslaved and will not go down in the fucking mass docile domestication of the modern American? Like, what the fuck is the difference? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I just can't tell. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's hard. To, it's hard to me for me to even think about. Like every time I think about, it, I just get mad. Yeah. 
That's why I'm always I mean, mad. I'm always mad on the show. I'm always smiling, but I'm like mad smiling. You know, like, yeah, I fucking hate this place. You know, I'm just cycling, you know? I'm just cycling through like anger. Then I'm like really yeah. amused. Yeah. And then I'm like irritated. And then I'm amused again. But I will say I always get back to amused. So I'm waiting for the amusement to come back. But right. well, tell me about the show. You just started the show not too long ago. What's what's it about? What are you trying to achieve with it? Who you had on? Um, I had on Olivia Rondeau, sorry if I butcher your name, babe, I suck at names, Carrie Wedler, um, Clint, Duncan, um, Magnus, I know I'm forgetting people, oh, Slow's Newsdays, I have a lot of people, but, um, I've only done, like, six, because I work a lot, I'm trying to do more, get more on, Josh, I would love to have you on. Yeah, come on, I'd love to come on. Um, I'm looking to debate people, like, I cannot get any of these lefty People debate me. You know what I'm saying? I would love to debate some of my friends, but I know some people on the left, you know, they're more lovers than fighters. But so many people, most people on the left don't like me, but none of y'all will come debate me. Come debate me, you pussies. The left, doesn't, than, the left doesn't like to debate because they, I know, they get right? hit with their hypocrite, their hypocritic, hip, hypocrisy. God, I can't even I'm, I'm stoned right now. Give me a break. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, they 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 get hit with their hypocrisy too much when they're when they're debating. They they hate yeah. debating because they they just know you're going to bring up. They know what you're going to bring up because they know what they're wrong about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. it works. Unfortunately, I know. Hopefully, I can get one of them. But yeah, I'm just over there talking shit. Go check it out. Sure, sure, awesome, awesome. Well, you want to? Uh, we're getting close to the end of the, this thing. I, for the people watching, you know, I'm doing shorter streams this week. Then uh, there will be no members only streams. I just wanted to make sure I could get some good content with some great guests out for y'all. But um, you know, before we get before we end this thing, can you tell me where people can find you, listen to you, support you, all that great stuff? Um, at Sky Daddy at underscore Sky Daddy on Twitter, Sky Zaddy on Instagram, Sky Zaddy on Twitter as well, and I have a meme page. My my Instagram's pretty much a meme page too, to be honest. What is it, Sky and Zaddy or Daddy? Sky Zaddy. Did I spell yep. it wrong? Oh shit! No, no, I have multiple ones. I have multiple oh, ones. Oh okay. This is right. This is right. It's Sky underscore Daddy. This is right. All right. So I was I have, freaking out. Yeah, no, you did it right. You did it right. I was and like, it's been Sky scrolling Daddy. across the screen the whole time. You could have said no, something. It's, Damn. It's so it's, it's correct, yo. I just have so many different accounts because I'm like prepared for the inevitable. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Um, yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Shit post daddy, shit post underscore daddy. That's my meme page. And yeah. But nice. yeah, I know they're gonna get my ass. <laughs> I sh- I shit post on main, so I fucking I'm surprised I haven't gotten got yet. Yeah, I mean, I me too, to be honest. I was like, what the fuck? It's like when people um it's a funny thing that people are like, Oh, she has to be a plant, she has to be a plant. But I did do shill numbers, guys. I understand, like those spot following. I did shill numbers. I would I would be suspicious of me too. I'm like, why the fuck didn't you get suspended yet? Yeah. I'm still wondering I, that. I'm I, not gonna lie. I've had bans and I've I've been removed. I just got like a twelve hour not too long ago for calling someone a retard. I'm like, Are you kidding me, dude? And I didn't ban for that? I swear, I straight up got a twelve-hour ban. A twelve-hour And here's the thing: I didn't even, I didn't even spell out retard. I put R three T four R D, and I got, and I got hit with that. Somebody reported it. And I got hit with that. Yeah, yeah. I like, I put okay. like, I put numbers in there instead of letters, and they still hit me. Was it a reply or original tweet? I think it was a reply. No, okay. it might have been an original tweet. Actually, I don't remember. No, I don't remember. I know, I know, it was saying it in reference. To uh, oh, it it was a quote tweet is what it was. I quote tweeted a guy who was being an asshole, and uh, I said, "Okay, retard," and they, I got hit with a twelve hour. 
So how many times do you know how many times you can get hit? Because I'm, I'm like at least like my fourth one. I think I've only had two or three, thankfully. Uh, I try to keep it. I know what I can get away with mostly, so I try not to go step past that too much because I do I do appreciate my twenty thousand followers, you know. But uh, I mean, it's yeah. hard. I didn't know retard could get you. Yeah, you got to be careful with that one. Retard. There's other ones that'll get you too. But I think uh, I think flat out calling someone a retard is one of one of the ones that'll get you real bad, real quick. So Damn, fuck. yeah, you gotta be careful. But uh, I got five. I'm, I'm a fan. I appreciate you. I, I really appreciate you coming on Breaks the Cycle. Truly, uh, I, I I wish nothing but success for you. And if you want me to come on sometime, I'd be I'd be more than happy to. Oh, for, sure. Right. for sure, guys. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. All right, guys. Another awesome episode of Breaks the Cycle. Uh, she's amazing. Go follow her on Twitter. She's definitely a based uh, Twitter follow. Her show's really good, too. I had never seen it until I watched the episode with Clint, so it's really good stuff. Go check it out. She's she's amazing. Unfiltered, for sure. Uh, you know, you guys know how I get down. I, I appreciate the unfiltered, uh, strong voices. Um, but go check out our sponsors. Of course, we have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break Cycle, where you can get all kinds of great hand-drawn uh, graphic tees, hats, shirts, hoodies. I said, I said shirts twice. I always do. Uh, socks. I don't know. He's probably got shoes on there uh but he's got some really great stuff and it's all custom hand-drawn hundreds of designs uh go check him out use btc at checkout for a 10 percent discount or join the patreon subscribe star or become a member of the youtube channel uh and get into the private discord server where you can get all of his new gear up to two weeks early at like a 30 percent discount so it's really really worth it i promise you guys go do it right now right now sign up right now uh, and of course, check out uh, executive producers anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs uh, check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at. Much cheaper and much more efficiently. Guys, seriously, after you're off here, before you go and join the Patreon, go over by Anthem Planning if you own a business. Uh, I guarantee you they can help you be successful. Um, I don't know what show's coming up tomorrow or what show was yesterday. I just know what shows I've recorded, and there's some really good stuff, uh, including with Citizen Hush, uh, Clint from Liberty Lockdown, Drew Hancock, Lockout Days. Uh, let's see, Mike, good friend, Kentucky Rebel Scum. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we got recorded? Uh, uh, oh, uh, I think that's. I think I named them all. I don't know. There's a ton of them coming up, though. Uh, so if, if you haven't seen them all this week, stick around and check them all out. I'll see you at the next show. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. Due to legal reasons, I just have to explain. The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse of the frame. But I just landed in Minecraft. The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5. The things you do So any violence you commit I am not an excuse Cause I just landed in Minecraft Your temper is my friend And he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement Getting totally old Make your own choices Yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process And a trial, of course And if you're convicted We will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft you're nothing I mean, you know it Your product is getting close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm full